you are Locked On Clippers Postcast, part of Locked On Los Angeles on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, indeed, your team every day right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I am Pete Fox, and this is Clippers Postcast, brought to you today by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code Locked On. For $20 off your very first purchase. Uh, once again, I'm Pete Fox, new here to the Locked On Podcast Network. About a week into my uh, tenure here, covering the Clippers, Dodgers, Chargers, and Bruins. And this is my first loss. <laughs> this is my first loss as a member of the Locked On team. Uh, the Clippers' first loss in 2024. Uh, I have been covering sports in LA since 2007, working for ESPN. I covered a lot of Clippers games, a lot of Lakers games, a lot of these games. I also spent about, uh, seven years working for NBC sports radio, uh, on a national level. So, uh, I've been around covering sports in LA for quite a while. And, uh, one of the things that always comes up to me when the Lakers and Clippers face off is whether or not this is an actual rivalry. Everyone calls it a rivalry except the players. They don't feel like it's a rivalry. But tonight, tonight's game felt a little different. Mainly, I think, because the Clippers are going in one direction. The Lakers have been going in another direction. Up and down. Uh, Lakers come away with a 106-103 win, snapping the Clippers' five-game winning streak. It's a bit of a slog tonight. It was not pretty at times. Uh, Clippers had some big moments. They tried to get back into it. They led. Uh, it was a back and forth battle, but as Brian Seaman called it, I kind of felt the same way. It's an old fashioned term, but it was a, it was a bit of a rock fight. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't really all that pretty. Uh, of course, you know, the Clippers have been on a major hot streak having won five in a row. They are, uh, now 14 and three since December 1st. And this is their first loss with Kawhi Leonard since that period of time, those other two losses, uh, Kawhi was not playing and the uh, the Lakers really um, have had a tough time against the Clippers dating all the way back to 2020 Clippers have won 36 of 44 games in this uh, matchup this quote-unquote rivalry Lakers won last time out Clippers led by as many as 19 and uh, Lakers came back to win it uh, PG did not do me so proud tonight I had him on a um, a what do they call it can't say parlay it's a pick combination and i had him going over 23 and a half mainly because he's averaged 35 points against the lakers all the way back to 2020 so he has played very well against the lakers so i thought 23 and a half was nothing i had it with the josh allen yardage over which i i uh, i took a lower multiplier commonly referred to as odds and it was only 199. And I think he had that in the first half of that Miami game. And I don't even actually know what happened. I stopped watching because the Clipper Laker game started. But um, Paul George came up just a point and a half shy. So I was a loser there. He had 22 on the night. Uh, the Pelicans uh, game a couple of nights ago for the La for the Clippers, rather, was their best performance of the season, defensively speaking. In the second half, they held the Pelicans to 5 of 24. And all the coaches... Ty Luan down, Ryan Shaw, et cetera, all thought that this was their most active defensive performance. So maybe they put a bit of a jinx on them. I don't exactly know what happened tonight, 
but it was uh, it was not pretty from the second quarter on. In the first quarter, it was it was okay. You know, Clippers led 24-19 after the first quarter. Uh, they had nice patience, waiting for good looks. James Harden continuing to pass the ball well. Those cross court passes are becoming a normal thing for him, and, and uh, they're working so well for the Clippers. He you know penetrates down into the corner and finds somebody open. But tonight it was it was all about Ivica Zubats. Now Ivica Zubats had uh, he was the leading scorer for the Clippers with twenty two. He had nineteen boards and. Uh, only one block shot. I felt like there was more there because he was just doing it all for them. Uh, James Harden was feeding him a lot tonight. The assists from Harden to Zubats, two or three of them, were very, very pretty and at, at times kind of got the Clippers back on track, got them back into this game when they were seemingly uh, you know, down and out. They, uh, they, they went on a couple of runs, both in the third quarter and the fourth quarter, but then late in the fourth quarter, they started turning the ball over. I'm sorry, that was the third quarter. They had seven turnovers in the third, and that was just uh, – it was part of their undoing. And then late in the game, they uh, also not doing very well, not playing well. It got a little sloppy. I feel like there were times during this game when Ivica Zubats had to kind of get them back on track. They were struggling from beyond the arc, and that's been something that's been working very well for them lately, and they've relied on it. Both Paul George and Kawhi Leonard hitting a lot of threes tonight. Uh, Paul had four. Kawhi had two. Uh, and they shot 37% from beyond the arc. They've been shooting closer to 50 uh, during this little five-game winning streak that they've been on, and they've obviously been shooting better from the floor as well. Uh, tonight, just 39% from the floor. But when you've got guys like LeBron James and Anthony Davis on the other side of things who both had very good nights, LeBron James is just amazing. I mean, I, I know that I, I feel like a lot of us take him for granted to a certain extent because he's playing great in his 21st season. It's really amazing. He led all tonight with 25 points, going 11 of 19. And Anthony Davis hit some big shots late in 39 minutes. He had 22 points, uh, going 10 of 15. There was a very cool stat that they uh, they talked about with regard to players in their 21st season to tell you the greatness of LeBron James. Uh, players in their 21st season generally average around seven points a game. Vince Carter averaged 7.2. Dirk Nowitzki right around there, 7.8 or something. LeBron this season is averaging over 25 points a game. I mean, it is, uh, it's remarkable to watch that guy. He was doing it all. Got a little tired, I think, late in the game, but uh, a few points in the second half, he really took control and uh, got the Lakers this win, who have won just three times in their last 10 games. So LeBron, LeBron was big for them. Some big buckets tonight in the, uh, in the first half, right at the end of the first quarter. Norman Powell hit a big bucket uh, to give the Clippers the lead there. And then uh, Russ had a big three late in the first half, right before half. And then he had a block shot. Uh, Kawhi Leonard had a steal. So nice little spurt for the Clippers right at the end of the first half. And they led 53-49. Uh, Paul George had nine in the first half. Kawhi had six. And James Harden had nine. Zoo, who had the game of the night. We'll talk more about him in just a little bit. He had 10 in the first half. We will take a break and come back and get into what happened in the third quarter and uh, the second half all in all and how the Lakers were able to beat the Clippers and snap their five-game winning streak, 106-103. We thank you for watching us on the Locked On Sports LA YouTube channel and listening on the Locked On Clippers 
podcast feed. We hope that you become an everydayer. And that's uh, pretty self-explanatory. Somebody who checks out the Locked On Podcast Network every day. Your team every day. All right. Today's uh, show is brought to you by Game Time. Not FanDuel. Well, let me change that. Okay, there we go. Game time. Game time is great for finding tickets. You know, it's the new year and you probably want to take your family or your kids to a game. Playoffs are right around the corner or here actually for the NFL. Rams will be in the playoffs. I believe though they're playing on the road. So that, that would be a, a little bit more expensive to get there. But if you're looking to take your kids to a game, get the game time app. It's fast and easy and a uh, bargain to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. It's the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can see your view from the seat, which for me is huge. I really like knowing where I'm going to be sitting, whether it's, you know, uh, too far away, too high up, et cetera, et cetera. Baseball, it's, it's very, very important because you can be too far down the line and, and, and not have a good vision of home plate. So that's a, a big factor in the game time app. You can buy tickets in just seconds. Uh, I saw some tickets for tomorrow's Clipper game. They're playing against the Suns in downtown at crypto.com for as little as $11. Take the guesswork out of buying your tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account and use the code locked on for $20 off your first purchase terms apply. Again, Create an account and redeem your code locked on for $20 off. That's L O C K E D O N. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets and the lowest prices guaranteed. All right. Clippers got into the third quarter after leading at halftime 53 49, kind of with the uh, urgency to start hitting some threes because they just were not. Uh, we're not doing that. Uh, there was a lot of talk going into this game from Ty Lue about the team needing to keep their foot on the gas, needing to finish when they're leading. And, uh, you know, there were times in this game where the Clippers pulled out and were, uh, you know, having that feeling again where it was all working for them. In spite of it being a fairly ugly game, you kind of felt like they were going to weather the storm and get through this one and, uh, you know, overcome the the jabbing that they were doing in the second half. This is one of those games. I think that if you're not a diehard fan and you were just kind of checking in. You might've left after the second uh, quarter because they're the big names, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, James Harden. They weren't hitting threes. Zubats was doing most of the work in the paint. And I enjoyed that part of the game. As I've said over the last few games for this team, I think uh, Daniel Tice and especially Evita Zubats have been doing Good work, very effective work down in the paint. And there were plenty of times when the Clippers needed a bucket uh, and Ivica Zubats was there to get that taken care of. Uh, another game where Harden and Westwork were working very well together, playing great D, and I, I thought that was going to be enough because this Laker team's been struggling and uh, they haven't been playing it well at all. They haven't been able to find any rhythm uh, as far as a starting rotation and other than LeBron James and Anthony Davis. You know, you're not really sure who's going to pick up the slack. Like Reeves tonight uh, did not have a good game. It's two of five and 32 minutes for just eight points. But Torian Prince did have a fairly decent game. Hit three threes, part of 13 on the night. But the Clippers starting rotation, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, James Harden, Terrence Mann, and Ivica Zubat have been playing great together. They've been playing a lot together. are getting more confident night after night after night. They are top 10 
in regularity in the league, meaning those five guys have been on the floor together something like 270 minutes of the season thus far, whereas the Lakers starting five have had like 60 minutes together. So every night, this, this Clipper team, you feel like starting to gain more confidence, starting to play better, better together, starting to really gel. And, you know, James Harden is a big part of that, along with Russell Westbrook. These guys are really buying in. They're playing defense. They're scoring. Uh, they're, they're gelling with the rest of their teammates. As long as everyone's healthy, then I feel like, you know, this can only go <laughs> in the right direction. But tonight it was just a weird game. It was a slog. It was a rock fight. It was ugly at times. And the Clippers played this game tonight with that look on their face that basketball players have a lot when they're looking at the referee that look that says, what did I do? What? What? What did I do? What? What? It was just all night long. Fouls were a big problem for them. Turnovers were another big problem for them. And uh, they just couldn't overcome it. It did get exciting and interesting late. Thought they might be able to pull it out. But uh, LeBron hit a big basket. And um, the Clippers just couldn't get it done. Uh, there was a big bucket there. Two threes for Norman Powell late. That got the Clippers back to within one. And uh, from there, the Lakers took care of business. The Clippers went on a 9-0 run in the fourth. And we thought, yes, this is what we're looking for. You know, we're going to take care of this Laker team. The dominance we've had over the Lakers is once again going to show up. Uh, again, 36 of 44 versus the Lakers dating uh, back to uh, 2020. And that win also, I think it's longer than 2020. The the, the 2020 signification is that was the first win the last time the Lakers beat the Clippers this season. That was the Lakers' first win against the Clippers since 2020, 36 of 44 when you play four times a year. That's all the way back to 2011. My apologies, I had that wrong. So we'll take one more break and then come back and do our superlatives. All right, now it is time to talk about FanDuel. Again, uh, I had a little pick placed tonight. I had uh, Allen going over his yardage of 199, and I had Paul George scoring more than 23 and a half points. That was a loser for me, but still it was fun. Uh, you know, Paul George had a couple of looks late in the game where I was like, yeah, yeah, bury that, take that shot. And he passed and uh, it was disappointing. But there was, a, you know, it just adds excitement to the game. But the NFL regular season, uh, Wrapped up now. There's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place just a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. That is free money. And when you are placing wagers, uh, that's what you like to have. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways, <clears throat> excuse me, ways to bet. Live same game parlays. You can uh, go to the Parlay Hub and find out what's going on there. You can find bets in the new Explore tab and a whole lot more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Also, want to tell you about Hungry Roots. Trying to get healthier in 2024, I think we're always trying to eat better and have fewer so-called cheat days where you can build healthy habits that won't disappear in February or next week with Hungry Root. Hungry Root makes it easier for everyone to eat healthy. They support all major diet lifestyles like gluten-free, 
vegan, vegetarian, dairy-free, low-carb, whichever one you're into. I always like to say I'm doing lower-carb. It's not low-carb, it's lower-carb. So I eat half of the bread instead of the whole sandwich. Many customers find that they even save money on groceries versus the store as well as eating out and avoiding expensive deliveries from restaurants. Hungry Root is the easiest way to get fresh, high-quality food delivered to your door. They've got healthy groceries and simple recipes all in one place. I've done these kind of meal planning things a couple of different times and um, meal prep. Uh, Hungry Root is like that on steroids. They they give you not just one meal. They give you all the food uh, and they have quality meats, seafood, pantry supplies, healthy snacks, and more. And the, the greatest thing about these type of websites is that they give you ideas. That's the hardest part is what to make. And they tell you how to do it and they give you all the food to do it. So right now, Hungry Root is offering Locked On NBA channel uh, um, Sunday listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash Locked On to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies for life. That's HungryRoot.com slash Locked On. Don't forget to use our link so they know that we sent you. All right, final segment here on the Locked On Clippers postcast. We thank you for watching us. We hope you have uh, become an everydayer. Uh, you can find us on the Locked On Sports LA YouTube channel, and you can listen to us wherever you find your podcasts on the Locked On Clippers podcast feed. Of course, what I'm doing here with the Clippers is post-game. Postcast is what we're calling it. So come on right after the game and recap the game. Uh, we talk about what happened in this specific game, but of course, you know, we have a daily show Monday through Friday. Um, Dorian hosts that the locked on Clippers podcast, where he gets a little deeper into what's going on with this team. So, uh, I, I, I didn't think they were going to go, um, without a loss <laughs> in 2024. I knew they had to, uh, have a loss at some point in time. And I was, I was talking to a, a, a buddy who works on sports media and I said, you know, you would think covering a team that's rolling and playing well and dominating opponents and super healthy, you would think that uh, the winning would be really easy to do a 30-minute uh, podcast on. And I started thinking about it, and I said, you know, I think it's actually easier when a team is not playing well, when there's uh, adversity and they're losing. Not that I'm wishing that on the Clippers, uh, but – I, I, I did kind of um, go into this game thinking it was going to be a little tougher because uh, there is, it's not a big rivalry, but there is a little bit more on the line there uh, for the Lakers and the Clippers and the quote hallway series, especially when the Lakers are not playing well, when the Lakers are in a bit of a funk as they have been over their last 13, really, I think the, um, what do they call it? The in-season tournament, the IST took a lot out of them because they uh, of course won that. And they probably expended a lot of energy doing so. So, uh, you know, they're trying to figure it out, trying to get back on track, and they'll do that. They're, they're a good team. Um, but whenever it's Clippers and Lakers, even though it's not necessarily a rivalry, and, and the main reason that most people involved with the Clippers and or the Lakers say that it's not a rivalry down to the players is because the Lakers have 17 championships and the Clippers have zero. As soon as the Clippers get one, whenever that is to happen, hopefully it happens soon, things will change. There will be a, a, a different, um, you know, obviously it's not going to be even because, again, the Lakers have 17. 
But once the Clippers, uh, you know, get to a finals and win a championship, things will be different and this will be more of a rivalry. Right now, it's just a good game between two good basketball teams that are familiar with each other. Uh, again, the Clippers fall, snapping that five-game winning streak. Lakers win it 106-103. Let's do the super- superlatives for tonight. Uh, I went with most popular, best eyes, and best bromance. <laughs> These were not uh, superlatives when I was in school. Best bromance, we didn't know what that was. But uh, most popular tonight is an easy one. Uh, the winner of that is Ivica Zubats. He had his 100th career double double tonight. He uh, finished the night with 22 points, leading the way for the Clippers. He had 19 rebounds, 10 offensive boards. And uh, just took up a lot of space. Very efficient. In 37 minutes, he went uh, 9 of 13. And an honorable mention for the most popular player tonight in this game would be Norman Powell. 14 points. A couple of big threes. And again, a big bucket uh, late in the first half. Uh, that was crucial uh, for the Clippers. Uh, late in the first quarter, rather. So honorable mention for most popular to uh, Norman Powell. It's just been so good for them of late. Uh, best eyes, James Harden. And by that, I mean finding people to pass the ball to, <laughs> looking around. I'm not saying he has cute eyes. I'm saying he has eyes that are very effective. And it's almost like James Harden has become a more willing passer than shooter. And I absolutely love that. As I mentioned frequently during our postcasts of late, I've become a much bigger fan of James Harden's game, uh, primarily because I always thought he had a bad reputation of not playing D. He's been playing great D. He's been very, very effective distributing the ball and very willing to pass the ball. Uh, there were there were times in his career when he wasn't so willing, where he wanted uh, the ball in his hands to shoot it, and. Uh, I think when he's passing and being a willing passer, we're more willing to accept some of these, you know, off balance fall away threes that he takes. But tonight he finished with 15 points and nine boards. So best eyes goes to James Harden and for best bromance, the two guys here would be the two former guys, Harden and Zubats. Lots of passes from Harden to Zubats today. And that kind of goes to the, the willingness of Harden to pass, you know, Avita Zubats is obviously, you know, deep in the lane, almost under the basket. And James Harden was there with him multiple times tonight and gave up the rock and Avita Zubats threw it down. And uh, once early in the game, it was with authority and, you know, it created a lot of energy for the team. And uh, I find all that to be good for the Clippers. It really is. So the best bromance of tonight's game was Harden and Zubats, who had a huge game. Again, it was his 100th double-double, 22 points and 19 boards, going 9 of 13, seemingly doing everything right in this one, uh, in spite of the fact that the Clippers lost. So they're now, uh, let's see, 22 and 13, is that right? Yeah, I think it is. So um, 8 and 9 on the road, because this was a road game for the Clippers, as the Lakers were the home team. Lakers are 18 and 19, and 12 and six on their home floor. So as we move forward, what can the Clippers do tomorrow against a Phoenix Suns team that obviously is going to have a bit of a chip on their shoulder? Kevin Durant more than likely will play. What were some of the things that we take away from this game and say Clippers have to do better? I would say first, can't have as many turnovers as they did 
can't be fouling the opponents as much as they did tonight. Those two things were huge. And really when, uh, like Tyron Lou was saying in the pregame, when they grab the lead, when they get control of the lead, they have to finish strong, keep their foot on the throat and win the game. Right. I, there, there's a lot of talk. I I've noticed it. I've heard Tyron Lou talk about it. Uh, when they get up big, when they're up 15, 20, they get bored. Right. And that becomes a problem and they let the other team back in. But the good thing about the Clippers lately is they've been resilient. When that has happened, they've been able to bounce back and still win comfortably. But there is a bit of trepidation. You're worried. You're like, what is going on? What's happening? Oh, no, here we go again. Right. Uh, but there wasn't a lot of that tonight because they never had a huge lead. They uh, had leads at times. This was a back and forth affair. They went on runs, but it would have been nice at times when they did get that lead to hold on to it a little bit longer and not get so sloppy. I felt like there were plenty of times where they were playing ISO ball and just, you know, taking the first look, this Clipper team is much better playing a half court game. Obviously they can run and gun and Kawhi Leonard can play an ISO game. He didn't do a lot of that tonight. A couple of nights ago, he did uh, tonight. We didn't see a whole lot of that, but they obviously Paul George can play ISO. Uh, Russell Westbrook had a nice night playing ISO on occasion. He had seven points in just 19 minutes and in one big three. Uh, so they obviously have players that are capable of playing isolation style basketball, but I feel like this Clipper team is at their best when they set up in the half court with James Harden running the offense, finding the open man. Cause they have so many shooters that someone's going to be double teamed. And as they pass the ball around, there's always one guy standing there fairly open. Norman Powell quite frequently. Uh, Kawhi Leonard doesn't necessarily need to be all that open to make buckets, but Paul George is open frequently. Uh, hence the nice run that he's been on. So uh, the, the half court game for the Clippers, I think is crucial. They need to do that more uh, take advantage of the fast break opportunities, but be a little cleaner in the half court offense and, and not just settle for, you know, lazy early shot clock looks. That's just not going to be enough for them. So uh, tomorrow's going to be interesting. I'm sure the Suns are going to uh, have a, a high level of uh, importance, high energy, and the Clippers are probably going to be tired coming off of this game where they expended a lot of energy, uh, snapping their five-game winning streak. So it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens tomorrow if the able if the Clippers are able to keep their energy rolling. These these slog rock fight type games uh, take a lot out of you. And as I mentioned, I feel like uh, they they came away from this one thinking that they were they were done wrong by the. Uh, the referees, that look of what did I do? What did I do <laughs> all night long? Uh, you know, it might work to their benefit tomorrow. They could come out feeling uh, frustrated and angry because they felt like they really should have won this game. It, it wasn't like they got smacked in the mouth by the Lakers. Uh, it was a, it was a tight one back and forth. And again, these, these tight losses without a doubt build character. And I think that's what this Clipper team needs night after night playing well is good, but they need to build character continue to gel and uh, we'll see how that goes for them tomorrow when they take on the Phoenix suns in a back-to-back -back at crypto.com. But tomorrow, of course, they will be the home team. Once again, thank you for watching us on the locked on sports LA YouTube channel. I am Pete Fox. We hope that you become an everydayer and check us out every day to follow your team. And you can also find us uh, for your podcast listening pleasure wherever you find your podcasts on the locked on clippers podcast feed thank you for joining us or joining me we'll catch you tomorrow have a good night